Welcome to the Lifestyle Listener Podcast. Jessica and I are here today hanging out and talking podcast. Yeah. Hello, friends. How's it going, Jessica? All right. So you're like a podcast guru in my book. I feel like you've all like you've got such great podcast suggestions. And I I you know, before we got together on this podcast and kind of started hanging out and talking podcasts. I really just didn't know. I I, I got so intimidated, like just pulling up yeah. the app and opening it up and being like, I don't know. I mean, and then you look at the time, like 30 minutes. That's such a commitment. Do I really <laughs> want to listen to something for 30 minutes? Although ours are usually around 30 minutes and you want to listen to ours because it's a great commitment to have. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and subscribe. Just hit that Just subscribe. hit that subscribe button, all right? You won't be disappointed, I promise. There'll be lots of laughs. You'll get some good info. There you go. Yeah. Um, but now I feel like I, I'm not up to your standards yet, <laughs> but I'm getting there. And I sometimes I just add it to my library just so I can feel like I'm cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I... <laughs> I, I didn't know I was uh, cool. So, yeah, you know. oh, you're like the podcast guru. Oh, I yeah, don't know. Yeah. You know, I wake up and, um, you know, most mornings I'm listening to a podcast while I'm getting ready. That's a good in idea. In the morning, mm-hmm. um, putting on my makeup or whatever. Because I if my husband's in town, it's, it's very nice because he will get up. And he'll make the the breakfast and the lunch for the kids wow. while I get ready. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That I, I'm usually bringing you my really husband cool. coffee. Like, you've got to get out of bed. You've hit the snooze button five times. I'm going back downstairs now to continue making no, lunches. So, no. yeah. so, so I'm your husband. And you're, and, uh, you're my uh you're my whatever, yeah. however that goes, whatever. Yeah. We're opposites because right. my husband gets up early to go for runs. Oh, so well, he'll see. get yeah. up and go for his run, and he's feeling all good, and he'll come he's back. Energized, and, yeah, and yeah. so he That's will, dedication. Yeah, he will do that, and then, but you know, I take the kids to school, mm-hmm. and I typically pick them up, and yeah. I take care of yeah. you know the whole thing. So anyway, uh, yeah, he does. He does really good with that. So a lot of times, I will listen to a podcast in the morning. Um, of just various, it depends on what I'm in the mood for, right? To be honest, yeah. So um, when you search for podcasts, because again, this this had eluded me as well um, when I was in the newbie stage. Now I'm just more of I feel like I'm just more of an intermediate podcaster now, or yeah. podcast listener. Um, that we're totally advanced podcasters. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, what, how do you search things? Because I feel like that can be overwhelming for people if they don't listen to a lot of podcasts. Like my husband pulled it up the other day because I was telling him about one. I wanted him to listen to it. And he's like, oh my gosh, how do you even find it? What do you, I don't know. You know, right. he just got really, yeah. not flustered, but just like, he just was like, yeah, I'm not really interested because it's not, it, this is not user-friendly. So how, how do you search for you know, if you're, if you want to listen to a particular topic and how do you know, like what's worth your, what's worth your time? Cause it is time. You don't, you absolutely don't. I mean, there's like our podcast as doesn't have very many followers, but you know, I think I really like it. So, you know, I'm (laughs) going to toot my own horn. I like it. And that could be really valuable to, to someone. So I don't think that the number of listeners equates to a really great podcast. However, If I am looking for a certain topic, like I might type in, um, like the other day I, I typed in, um, what was it? 
Well, I, I'm trying to redo our laundry room. Oh, nice. So I typed in paint colors for a laundry room and yeah. it came up with nothing. But then <laughs> I typed in paint colors and interior design uh-huh. and it came up with all these things on paint on, you know, interior designs uh-huh. on a podcast. So you, it's crazy because you, you know, there's a podcast for anything and everything. Out yeah, there, there really know? is. Um, And so I, anyway, I just found one. There's not a whole lot of people that are listening to interior design podcasts, I don't think, because there wasn't any that had like thousands of reviews. Mm-hmm. But I picked some that had, uh, that had higher reviews, um, obviously were, um, you know, a higher star rating. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times for me, I'll look at the episodes and see what, what is just in the, the short snippet of what it's going to be about. And I will, um, I'll decide if that's it, but I'll also tell you that if I start listening to a podcast and I cannot stand that person's voice, mm-hmm. I, there is no way yeah. I am continuing no matter how much good stuff you have to say. Yeah. So yeah. if you don't like my voice, you know, I know I'm out, I'm out for you. <laughs> like, why would you listen to me? It's you know? not going to happen. It's not happening. So it, anyway, it's just like radio. Yes, right. it is. But, but pod, but finding podcast, he's right. It's not, it's not an easy venture no. of just going. Cause there's no, it's, it is difficult to look at your phone and see all the lists. I mean, there's thousands of them. Oh, and then you keep going and keep going. And you and can, yes. Most of the time when I listen to podcasts, I mean, it's either while I'm walking or if I'm in the car. Yeah. Um, and so then, of course, if you're in the car and you're and you're like, oh, I want to put a podcast on. And then you're trying to find something and you're driving, which is very dangerous. Yes. So then you just like, forget it. I'm not doing it. I'm just going to go back to the radio. Yes. I know how to operate that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I, I feel like that. But um, let's maybe just what are some of your favorite podcasts that we can highlight for some people um, that you have? And then I'm sure they're totally different than the podcast that I yeah. have. Yeah. Um, and and I, what I will say about podcasts that I was thinking about as I was walking yesterday, listening to one was how lucky and amazing podcasting is Yeah, because anybody can start a podcast. Mm-hmm. Anybody can spout their, their view, mm-hmm. you know, before, before podcasting, before the internet, I mean, really your knowledge and information came from such a select group of people that were in power. Right. You know, right. the news, the TV, and, and there just wasn't a lot of viewpoints out there. Mm-mm. And I think the, with social media, you know, it allows all of us to have a little bit more power right. to use our voice. Yeah. And I just think that that is so powerful. Yeah, it because, really is. you know, right or wrong, whether whatever that person is spouting is is correct or incorrect or whatever, um, I think we all have a... a uh, a duty if we're, if we're really truly saying things that are like medical or whatnot, mm-hmm. that there is, inf- there is correct information in that, but just to hear other people's viewpoints and to what they're, what maybe they're going through or what their struggles are or how they're handling it, you know, right. And their side of the coin. I mean, I just, I feel like it has opened up me up to be a much more, um, 
a compassionate individual mm-hmm. to be able to much easy, you know, I can, I can see the other side of the coin so much easier now because I just listened to so many things mm-hmm. that, like I said, are not being filtrated through the news or through even uh, Hollywood or, or anything, you know, it's just right. this average person living over in, you know, Southeast Asia And, and I'm learning something from them, you know, exactly. It's amazing. It's amazing. And and that's kind of how, um, and I also, you know, when I started getting more into podcast, um, I found things that, because, you know, my, I love storytelling, um, that kind of stuff. And, and what I have found is easy is, you know, certain companies will have a series of different podcasts that they put on, um, like, um, Wondery yeah. is one that I, and I listened to several of yeah. theirs. They just had one that, that I've found. Um, it's called American history tellers. Mm-hmm. And it's really great because they go through, you know, things in our history, American history. Cause I, you know, I just, I feel like sometimes history can be lost because in the, in the type of world that we live in today, you know, um, more people, want to be YouTubers than they want to, you know, study this or, you know, or or learn more about astronauts or something like that. So, um, I feel like it's, I'm always constantly wanting to keep that fresh in my mind. Um, and because I like history. So I found this by Wondery and American history tellers, and it's great because they're stories about real people. Um, but they'll be based on incidences and hit like um, anything from the Revolutionary War to maybe the Cold War to the run, the space run between the Soviets and the Americans to current day something. And that will take just individuals that were either, you know, placing them in that situation and then give them from a perspective like the Revolutionary War. There was one from George Washington's perspective, one from the American Indians perspective, mm-hmm. one from a British soldier's perspective. Right. Um, and, you know, and one from a slave's perspective. I mean, it was great because then you're getting you're seeing all sides yes. of, of history. Right. Um, and so, think of and think of how little you received in high in school. Right. You know, it was you like got chapter one, thirteen, yeah, the American Revolution. Yeah, four paragraphs, and it was most likely from you know a a white guy's perspective. Right. Because he's the one that wrote it down. Right. Even if maybe he was trying to pers- and you know you're trying to give a full view of all these perspectives. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's still going to be through his lens. Right. You know. Yeah. So, um, and then I got into like where I was listening to, you know, murder mysteries. And so I've got a few on that, um, that I, that I just got really hooked on, um, this one called Dr. Death. I think we may have talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that, and then it's another great series called Uncover, which that is put on by the British, no, the Canadian Broadcasting Company. Um, and it's, it uncovers stories in Canadian history, um, uh, you know, one was on, um, um, a big plane crash back in the seventies and, and they've got these investigative type of reporters. They're just like you and me, but they're podcasting through this and they're doing the research and the groundwork and everything. And it's, it's really interesting, yeah. you know, it's, it's, yeah. I and, mean, well, there's podcasts out there. I think what you're saying uh, on this, uh, Canadian one, I mean, there's podcasts out there that have literally solved cold case crime. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and, and giving a voice to somebody that would have been in a closet, 
you know, I'm in files mm-hmm. for, you know, and would have mm-hmm. never, would have never, you would never have solved it. You would have never have known you have never had, never had closure. And so it's just, like I said, it's amazing to me, this, this world that is, I believe bringing a lot of good things uh, to us, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Um, yeah. That's said poorly, but, but that's, you know, that's the gist of it. Um, yeah. I, I have this, podcast called Adam ruins everything. <laughs> and, um, I've listened to him. I'm just going to start writing down so I can <laughs> add, add to my library. So I feel smart. <laughs> well, I've, I've listened. I've, he's, he's on TV too, mm-hmm. but heard of that. I think he is somebody that I listened to it and I don't remember cause it was so long ago, but I was just looking through my like list of all the podcasts that I listen to every once in a while. And I listened to one about basically how Christopher Columbus did not find America. No, he found the Caribbean. (laughs) Yeah. And like, and how that has still to this day being told in our schools, you know, that this is, and it's just basically folklore. It was like the guy that came up with it was also, I think the guy that wrote the headless horseman or something. Oh, Um, the, the sleepy hollow. Yeah. I, I think it was, you'd have to, you know, like I said, I listened to it a long time ago, but uh, it was just interesting that, you know, as you can hear through my the supplement one and anything else, I'm becoming much more critical. Yeah. Because I'm starting to listen to other pers- people's perspectives. I'm right. starting to hear all these things, and I'm like, everything that's told to me, you know, I don't even know if Adam's right on this one. Adam right. ruins everything. Maybe he's not right. I don't know. But it's interesting stuff. Yeah. 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 Well, and I, but I think that's so good, especially. I mean, I don't know. You know, growing up, it you know, it was we had such limited perspectives. It was what's on the news, what was in our books, what you know, teachers were telling us, what our parents told us. Um, you know, and then you go to college, and then you 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 know you then it's what your professors are saying. And, and I remember, you know, and whether the professors are liberal or conservative or something like that. And I mean, I think just you know, like the the podcast thing is a really great area where you can go and listen to something and and decide whether or not you thumbs up or thumbs down it. Yeah. But you can still be entertained at the same time. So yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I went to a, a party this past weekend, and um, the conversation of I had I said, "Are you done?" And somebody decided to tell me that that was not correct. It well, should, should be, be finished. You should be finished. <laughs> and so I said, I and I and I said, well, I must be at the wrong party. I thought I was at a birthday party, but I'm at a grammar party, and I need to get the hell out of here, basically. You know. And I said, I think I'm done here. <laughs> I think I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Put a fork in me. I'm getting the hell out. So anyway, it wasn't. It was all in jest. It was just funny. Yeah. It was not anything meant maliciously on right. either side. And oh yeah, but it got me thinking. And of course, me, I'm like, well, I'm I'm researching that shit. So <laughs> you know, like the the whole thing it's like of what it's in it's in a preposition and that kind. Of, I mean, and, but 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 see, all of that is like. I'm not saying that there's not room for it, and I'm not saying that there's not truth to it because you got to follow a line. You got to decide right. where there you're going. There has to be some kind of a yeah. line because otherwise it's complete chaos. Yeah, because you know, like there's southern and there's northern, there's eastern, there's western, and then there's there's you know all these other um, you know it, it, there's Italian and there's French and there's you know so so where you come from, your geography. 
you know, your nationality, Mm -hmm. your ethnicity, all have colloquialisms and they Mm -hmm. all have different parts of grammar that are deemed appropriate. Right. And so done Mm -hmm. is actually a, is actually on par with finished. Mm -hmm. It's not the Eastern European version of it, but it is acceptable and it has been considered acceptable actually prior, at least with the research I did prior to the term finished. Yes. So again, that person wasn't wrong. No. But it doesn't mean that they were right either. Right. right? Because it's a people preference. Right. And you can still use use it. So, you know, I was just using it however anybody else that uses done was using it. <laughs> <laughs> however, I heard the next people talking being like, oh, I'm gonna I'm doing that. <laughs> yeah. 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 So again, it just But I totally get where that person's coming because I I mean my background is in writing and yeah. communications. And so you know, if I wrote or spoke and incorrectly based on what my professors had me write, based on what the ELA handbook was telling us, you know, yeah. of course that's all changed since I've been out of college. Um, then, you know, red, red marks all over your paper. Yeah. I mean, and so I, now when I do write my articles, I'm such a stickler on like, where does the comma need to go? And where does this, because that was ingrained in me. It doesn't necessarily mean that there's now there's standards that have changed even where a comma is placed because it's all different. But the one thing I feel like, and you could research this and tell me if I, if I'm wrong, maybe it will put me at ease is when somebody is writing something with quotation marks and the period is outside of the quotation marks, it drives me nuts. <laughs> and I know Shit. that's so petty and small and that's just a little quirk, but anyway, I'm throwing well, that out there. So if anybody wants to research that for me and, and say, and tell me that if that is now correct to do, then Hey, that will put me out <laughs> of my misery as when I'm looking through something and the person has the period outside of the quotation marks. No, the period goes inside the quotation well, marks. I will tell you, it is people <laughs> like you <laughs> that and- keep this world turning. <laughs> And we properly. <laughs> that keep me on medication. Now I'm is done. what I was gonna say. <laughs> keep me on meds. No, it is, but I remember, you know, I have to write our like marketing stuff and everything, you know, on like Instagram <laughs> and, and, and and you know next probably, time I see a comma, I'm commenting. Oh my god, I, I put commas before sentences start, let me tell you. I don't know where the hell they go. I feel like they need, we need at least double of whatever's in there. Um, there. I'm not sure about quotes. Does it deserve an underline? Shit. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I, I have run on sentences like the best of them. So I've always been bad at it. I, you know, that's why I have a, 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 accounting background, but, and that's probably, it probably, this whole thing with the done and finished probably hit a little chord with me. And I was like, you know, I, I'm going to research this yeah, now. I didn't mean, look at that. <laughs> yeah. oh, I've been doing it wrong all along. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's, uh, well, I, I don't know where the hell that period goes. I I'd probably know. just leave it off and just say, sit, yeah, just having a run on <laughs> sentence. The person just hasn't finished the thought. <laughs> I definitely, I definitely remember finding out that it's only three dot dot dots for yes, whatever that's called. That is the three dot dot yeah, dot. I used to, yeah, I yeah. used to put a not six, four. Why not put sixteen of those <laughs> motherfuckers in there? I don't know. You know, we're I, gonna make it go all the way to the end of the paper. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was better. You know, more is better. But yes. no, it's only three. No, just three. Just the three. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is clearly something that Samantha is passionate about. 
So, and as you should be, you got, you know, if you stand for, you got to stand for something. Right? That's right. Hey, you know, if anybody needs any freelance editing work, just look me up. I'll be happy to help and tell think, you where your commas need to go. I think I'm going to have you write all of like my little marketing stuff. <laughs> you know, right. So that I know. It's, uh, it's like it's 25 right. cents a word or something like that, I think. Oh, like, yeah. God. <laughs> Lord. I'm going to make it paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs. <laughs> Lots of commas. <laughs> Lots of adjectives. Well, uh, you want to make it look like mine anyway. Oh, so yeah. Okay. All right. I'll throw, I'll throw a random non-ending run-on <laughs> sentence just for fun. Just for shits and giggles. Oh, man. Oh, so, okay. So, we obviously know that Jessica's not listening to any gra grammar podcast God, as of no, right now. No, no, no. no. Um, I will tell you another one that you might like um, if you're interested, because I do, I love health and wellness, obviously. And so um, I love this one called the Doctor's Pharmacy. It's spelled Ooh. with an F, F-A-R-M-A-C-Y. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, and it's with Mark Hyman, who is a physician, but he is a um, functional mm -hmm. medicine doctor. Yeah, and Mark. he was one of the... Um, he has Teachers. like the daily apple, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I believe so. But he's got a great podcast out there. His website's amazing. I love him. He's really, he's, he's very highly educated and, and knows his stuff. Um, and it comes to the health and wellness industry. So I do go to his website a lot when I needed to research something, but he's got a good podcast, lots of up and coming things in the health industry that, you know, like we were talking a little while ago on supplements, you know, I mean, he's got stuff on that. So, um, and they're quick and easy to listen to because um, sometimes you just want a podcast that's maybe yeah. 10 minutes long, you know, oh, drive sure. across town and, and listen to something. So I listened to recently um, this one from L.A. Times called Room 20. Hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm going to spoil it. So I'm just going to talk. <laughs> Spoiler but one. basically, it's this guy who has been in Room 20 for, you know, like 10, 20 years or something. And he's. He's a ward of the state. No, so he got in a car accident, oh. and nobody knew who he was. Nobody had any, they, either the the wallet was lost or he didn't have any identification on him. Whoa! And so, and nobody came to find him. Whoa! And so he's been kept alive for this long on using like you know ventilators and everything like well, that no one can sign off and nobody so so then <gasps> oh what gosh, happens is so awful and there's there's lots of people like this see i didn't know that oh. of course this is teaching me but there's lots of people in america like this and of course this is millions of dollars just to keep one person alive mm -hmm. for their whole entire life and i'm not saying that he should have been you know off or anything like that I, I you know that's for you guys to decide after you listen to the podcast but i just didn't even know this existed no i didn't know that existed i thought after a certain point that somebody like the state would have to take the initiative and make the decision to pull the plug keep the plug yeah but i guess it depends probably on the state because you know every each law is different versus um in, in every state so maybe his state just doesn't yeah, Doesn't I think it was that. out in California, which would, you well, know, would definitely they wouldn't have that. <laughs> um, but, you know, they protect everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I don't, I, you know, if you, I don't know. It's That's just it, easy. I'd say it's I'm gonna worth have to listen to that one. Put that um, on my list, too. Yeah. It's, it's very interesting. Um, the other one that I've been listening to a lot lately is this person called uh, Food Psych. Hmm. And she is a um, 
nutritionist. I'm not sure what what is MPH and Masters in Public masters Health. In, uh, and, yeah. yeah, a registered dietitian and a some a CDN, whatever that is. But anyway, her whole thing is on intuitive eating. Mm. And I don't I like do you that. know much about intuitive eating? We talked some about it. Um but I would like to know because I'm sure she's got all the up and um latest details on all of that. I'm going to write her down. Psych. Yeah. Yeah. Food psych. And it's really, um, this is new. This is new territory for me, but I was, you know, this whole diet culture, mm-hmm. you know, really in our world and in America, especially is just so integrated. And I had diet culture since I was like five years old, you know, and was on a diet like my whole life. And, you know, there's now this like, Weight Watchers for kids, which just enrages me. Yeah, me too. I saw that. I was like, that's ridiculous. It is ridiculous because Mm -hmm. the more you focus on food, they find like younger and everything and try to diet and restrict all that, the heavier you actually end up being. Right. Because you become obsessed with it. Yes. And you start to question and second guess what your body is telling you. You know, Mm -hmm. like we were just talking on the supplement thing, like, Mm -hmm. like you were not feeling good. And so you went and got blood work. You went and like you were, you were honoring your body because you were listening to it, right. you know? And so what diet culture teaches you to do is to not listen to your body. You know, your body says it's hungry. Don't listen to that. Yeah. You know, no. drink right. some more water. Drink some water. Have yeah. a cup of water. Yeah. Have a, right. Yeah. yeah. Get your jug out and drink some water. <laughs> and you, and if it doesn't, you know, oh, you think that you want some sugar? No, you don't. You no. know, those cravings will go away. You just just eat some more, you know, meat Mm -hmm. and those cravings will disappear. (laughs) And then, you know, they don't disappear and you fail and you're like, so not only have you eaten the meat, but then you've gone back and eaten the sugar too. Right, right. And Mm -hmm. so anyway, the intuitive eating was talking about like a baby knows when a baby is full. Like it, it resists the bottle. It pushes it, it pushes it away. Right. You know, a baby, uh, you know, up until three, four, five years old, you know, you watch these toddlers and everything, and they are intuitively eating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are presenting certain foods to them. You are giving them the broccoli in the hopes that they'll eat it and stuff. But at the end of the day, they because because bodies know bodies right. know how to regulate themselves right. bodies know what to do bodies mm-hmm. know when they're hungry mm-hmm. and so what diet culture has taught us is to second guess our bodies and to turn that off right and so intuitive eating is basically just coming back into your body and listening to it and it and it talks about like at first you know whenever you go through this whole thing you know you're like Oh, you know, you basically the, the, the premise of it is, and I'm really butchering it, but the premise is pretty much like if you see a piece of cake or you see an orange or you see a, you know, lamb chop or whatever you say, you know, it's presented to you, it's at the dinner or whatever you say to yourself, do I want to eat that? Mm -hmm. And if the answer is yes, then you eat it and you just eat it. Right. You know, there's no, uh, feeling bad or second guessing. You just eat it. And at first it's really kind of difficult because people that have been in diet culture their whole lives, they're going to overeat. Yeah. They're going to overeat or Mm -hmm. they're going to feel really guilty and whatever, but you keep doing that. And 
you start, your body starts to listen and you start to kind of come with back into your body on that. Mm -hmm. You're not giving it, you're not giving control to diet culture. Okay. You know, you're not giving control to counting your calories and counting your macros and something else telling you what to do. Right. You are listening and honoring your body. Right. And only then can you really actually do something technically, you know, beneficial to you and take care of it. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise you're just constantly beating it up Mm -hmm. over and over again about all the things you can't have. And, and it talks to about how like, this is such a socially accepted way to shame yourself. You know, you go out to dinner with your friends and you're like, Oh, I really want the hamburger and fries, but I guess I'll have a salad. (laughs) And then your friend says, I know what you mean. I just had like five M&Ms this morning. And so I had to run an extra five minutes. And so is this really a healthy conversation? I mean, it's, it's, it's actively shaming ourselves and saying that that is okay to do. Mm -hmm. And so then it's constantly putting ourselves down. Yeah. And then also there's so much energy around that, that is just wasted on talking about, uh, on talking about stuff that again, our body's designed to know, like, what to eat. Like it's, it's, it's kind of like knowing know what to do when, to, when you're naturally full, because right. a lot of people don't have that anymore because you know, we, we don't sit down and eat slow. We don't chew slowly. Right. We're inhaling our food at the time. And so your body, the way your stomach and your brain talk, it cannot tell the brain, Hey, I'm full in time right. before you have wolfed down whatever it is that's in front of you. Right. So um, you know, yeah, the intuitive eating, we did, we did, I think it was more of, on long lines of like, you know, listen to your body when you're full or what is, what does it need? But, but doing so and caution, make sure that it's like good food, you know, because you don't want to intuitively eat McDonald's or Burger King or thing, you know, right. because it right. looks good. So, um, but no, I'm, I'm going to check that podcast out too. Cause again, I always love anything health and wellness related. Yeah. So, so yeah, so those, that's basically what I've been really listening to is just mm-hmm. kind of a little Pandora's box of, I like it though. you know, the I food like psych is the, is really where I've focused a lot of my time, mm-hmm. a little bit of God, could someone help me choose a paint color for my laundry room, which, <laughs> which I did. I chose white. It's like yeah. a version of white. It's called white chocolate by Benjamin Moore, which oh. I just think is so pretty. Yeah. Um, Sounds delicious. It do- and it looks like white chocolate. <laughs> uh, and then of course, you know, somebody, Adam, Adam ruins everything, uh, which is, you know, just questioning our our world. So that's basically, you know, kind of what I've been listening to a lot. Well, I like it. I did now I've got a little more to add to my own repertoire of podcasts that I like to listen to. And yeah, go go check out the ones I was talking about, which, you know, the Wandery yeah. company has a lot of a lot of them out there that but that American history tellers, Dr. Death, Over My Dead Body. I'm just rattling them off here. But they have got some really good ones. Um and then the Doctor's Pharmacy with um, Mark Hyman, um, who's a physician with functional medicine, and he's got some really great pointers. Um, and uh, yeah, so, you know, those are just a few of what I've been listening to in in addition to ours. So um, yeah, but well, hopefully we've given you some really good suggestions on how to maybe maneuver a little bit through podcasting, because 
you know, sometimes it's good just to get that other uh, insight um, about maybe current issues or um, maybe health or wellness or like Jessica was saying with that room 20, um, yeah. make sure you got your wallet on you yeah. <laughs> at yeah. all times so someone can identify your body. Um, so, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff out there and, you know, like we were saying, it's just, it's a great way to, to voice opinions um, and always, you know, tell you everything with, with a grain of salt, I guess, because, you know, it's just like anything else. You got to got to look at it from both sides. So, well, education is power and it's, it's life changing and it opens up your world. Yeah. You know, I think it makes more, I think it like makes life more enjoyable, honestly. Well, yeah. And the conversations, as we said in another podcast, the art of conversing, yeah. um, if you've got all that information, it makes for interesting conversation and yeah. healthy debate. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. Well, you guys have a great day. Um, this is just kind of a fun podcast we wanted to do in terms of what we were listening to as we're making our own podcast and maybe give you some ideas on what to look for. And I don't know, maybe in your in the suggestions below, take, tell us some of your top uh, favorite podcasts that you listen to. So yeah. I can feel like I'm more of a podcast listener. Yeah, you'll get there. Uh, that's right. Every day, Jessica. As I'm long trying. as you do it first thing when you wake up and last thing when you go to bed, I mean, you will that's get there. Goals. Hashtag goals. <laughs> Have a great day, everybody. See ya.